0: And that's how I feel with our sports puzzle and anything else asking for the listeners to answer, welcome to episode 17 of the Sports Puzzle Podcast. It is December 20th, 2017, it is at 6.18pm right now, Central Time. Um, we're going to hit, no, uh, well, it's just another solo pod. It's just myself, Brandon, um, running through another uh, holiday week. Uh, I guess we're going to do more podcasts this week. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um, well, today we're going to go through the playoff scenarios, the NFL, week, heading into week 16 of the NFL playoff. Um, and we got 14 teams left. Um, yeah. So, before I get into it, there's a couple things um, I would like to do before that. One, during the last podcast, yesterday's, I had a fact in there that the last time a running back won an MVP because I was thinking why not maybe Todd Gurley win in the MVP this year. I said it was LaDainian Tomlinson, like LT in 2005 or six, which I think it's six, 2006, and then that is incorrect. And I am so disappointed in myself that I said that because the correct answer was someone from the Vikings. And we all know, well, maybe this is your first episode or podcast you listen to, but die hard Vikings fans, Minnesota sports. Um, so, yeah, Adrian Peterson won it back in 2012. So, yes, I need to correct myself on that not good stat that I compared uh, or gave you. So, there we go. Second thing I wanted to do was I did um, – So we did do that Christmas little snip in the beginning of last podcast. And the first person to to tweet or give us an email um, would get a shout out. But we didn't get a tweet. And I never got an email. So I went to my last resort in my group text with 10 guys in there. 10 or 11. And someone got it right. And it was Travis. So... Shout out to Travis. Good buddy Travis. Um, Kianana. <laughs> he is a he's a Hawaiian. That's why the last name is a little different. Kianaina. <laughs> that's probably still pronouncing it wrong. Um, but yeah, Travis. It was O Holy Night. So that was the snip um of the Christmas song. Uh that's uh, that was someone was supposed to tweet at me or email but that never happened but granted it was 24 hour uh turnaround but like the beginning and the intro of this podcast um yeah is there anybody out there or am i just talking to myself okay so that was the couple um couple items that i wanted to get done before we get into the NFL um, playoff scenarios. Scenarios. Uh, so, I think it's about time to get into it. Yep, let's do it. Uh, so, yeah, this won't be... I'm trying to keep this one at another, you know, between 20 and 40 minutes. Something like that. Okay, so... We have 14 teams left mathematically still in... The picture. And we're going to go over, or I hope I touch and cover all 14 teams. Uh, Five of those teams have an 87% chance or greater uh, probability of making the playoffs or clinching, basically. Um, And then two two out of those teams have a 3% chance or lower. Um, I believe those two teams are Dallas... And is it Oakland? Yeah, Oakland for sure. And I think the other one might be Dallas. So, um, but for the games in between there, you know, lots of teams. You know, this is where the real, real and the hard work pays off. Every play counts. This is where the fun begins. This is some grinding football coming up in the NFL. Okay, first team I'm going to talk about is the Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, skull. All right, Vikings are eleven and three, and that's pretty darn good. We just clobbered the Bengals, uh, but we will get the NFC. I'm going to talk about what we what we need what needs to happen to get the number one seed. So they must win the remaining two games, which, as we know, the Packer or the Packerless Packers, the Rogerless. Packers. Um, Brett Hundley is going to be starting. So we play against Green Bay at Lambeau Field. Um, so I have no, no worries about that game. And we might be seeing Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> hopefully getting some more rust off uh, that uh, that arm and possibly his legs and just overall. Um, so I'm hoping to see some Teddy at Lambeau Field. Um, and that kind of being a game like last week and just kind of crush them because that it needs to happen and it probably will happen okay and then their last game is at home against chicago um i feel pretty good about that game unless some stuff bad stuff happens to our players um we're we should win these last two games no doubt okay so we don't get the number one seed if that happens we need other stuff to happen mainly the Eagles. And what we need the Eagles to do is only lose their final two games. Um, And they're playing against Oakland, which they're pretty, you know, Oakland's a talented team. They're still in the playoff hunt. (laughs) So they're going to be fighting and giving it all they got. And the Eagles have Nick Foles, who maybe has a flop. game. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You never know. You never know. Um, So Oakland and Dallas. So, I actually don't mind that. Like, I could see the Eagles losing to Oakland and Dallas. I, I can see that happening. Um, yeah, so that would be sweet if that happens. If we win our next two games and the Eagles lose their their next two. Um, but the Philadelphia clinches the number uh, NFC's number one seed with a win against the Raiders, basically. Um, this week coming up here. So, that that's why that Giants game last week was so that, that was a big game because we could win these last two games and then if if Philly just lost one of their games, um I mean it would it would just things would like be in our way a little be in our favor a little more. So that's what needs to happen for the Bikes to get the number 1 seed, which it could happen. All right. So, we get the number 2 seed. I think this is the most logical, this is definitely the most logical seed for us. So what the Vikings need to do is to beat the Packers and the Bears. We're going to do that. So we're going to secure that first round bye. Uh, that's going to be big, 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 big bye. Um, but if the Vikings go 1-1, one one, let's say, no, we're not going to go 1-1. One one. But if they do, in the final two games, they finish 12-4 and four instead of 13-3, uh, and three. They need to avoid uh that's where this is where like the tiebreakers come in. Um division games are on top of the tier. Uh but the tie I mean they're the NFC South champions, the Panthers, uh ten and four team, so there's a potential tiebreaker with them. Um and but as we know, they you know they they own that. So yes, they. If you didn't know, the Panthers own that tiebreaker because uh, they beat us. That was that was a that was a, a well played game, but those big plays hurt the Vikings that week. Um, so we need to have the Panthers struggle a little bit, um, and then the Vikings. That that's only if we lose one of our two games. So this we don't have to worry about this too much. Um, then the Vikings. And the Saints and the Rams can be involved in that as well for the number two seed. But we control our own destiny in this bracket. If we just win out, we got the number two seed locked up, and then we just pray and hope Philadelphia lose their final two games. Bam, that's the Vikings' breakdown, and that's kind of all we need to talk about because I'm pretty confident that we're going to be getting the number two seed at least. But I'm going to just give a quick rundown of the number three seed. Because we guarantee, we're guaranteed the number four seed, which is awesome. So here's the number three seed. This is what needs to happen. We go one and one. And we we'll lose the first round bye to the Panthers. And then they would actually need to win out, basically, versus Tampa Bay and Atlanta, the Panthers, uh, which they could easily do that. Uh, then the Saints have to lose for the Panthers to also win uh, that division. So, I mean, yeah, we don't even need to go through this This if and then that or that. I think I'm, not, I'm just going to cut myself off there. We're going to be getting the one or the two seed. And the number three seed, a lot of stuff has to happen. It's not going to happen. Number four seed it would just be ridiculously stupid stuff. So we're not going to talk about that. We're done with the Vikings. Let's go. Let's win our final two games. And let's go to Oakland. Let's go Dallas. All right. Moving on, who should we move on to after the purple people, eaters, the purple <laughs> pride? Oh, man, I'm so stoked about the Vikings this season and what our potential is. <laughs> because playing in, in, at home <laughs> in the Super Bowl is, it's actually, you know, I don't know what the probability really is, but, I mean, Dang. I just don't want to get my hopes up, though, because I have, I have trained being a Vikings fan to just chill out and <laughs> don't take anything for granted because it comes down to a 20-yard field goal to, to basically get you in. and <sighs> Gary Anderson, Blair Walsh. Uh, okay, so moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles. Should I just talk about them? Yeah, they're 12-2. They play Oakland, which we talked about. Uh, so they get a clinch home field advantage throughout the whole um, NFC playoffs if they win. Or, who else Vikings lose? Or, the Phil, uh, the Eagles could you know tie with Minnesota, or Philadelphia would. <laughs> okay, yeah, that that was. I I shouldn't even have said that. That's just going crazy there. Um, yeah, a tie as in a tie tie or just a division tie? Yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm a little thrown off by what my my notes, (laughs) what I wrote down here. Um, So, yeah, flipping through the Eagles, maybe just kind of not going to talk about them too much because we kind of already talked about them with the Vikings, um, basically. So the Eagles are sitting good. They got falls. So, yeah. But they can clinch. Basically what they can do this week is clinch home field advantage. Uh, If they win or the Vikings lose. Okay, next team we're gonna talk about <laughs> is a is a crazy team, crazy team this year. Los Angeles Rams for the NFC. They play at Tennessee, and yep, they are ten and four. This team, I I want to talk more about the Rams, but we're just gonna. Keep it to the scenarios, I guess, uh, <laughs> in this podcast. We don't get it too ridiculously long. So the Rams can clinch. This week, basically, what they can do is clinch the NFC West division with a win. So if they win, they, they clinch their division. Um, or Seattle just needs to lose, which could happen. Pretty... Uh, Easily because Seattle, oh, are not are not looking good at all this year. Well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that at all. They're they're looking all right, but they just I just can't overlook that blow blowout of last week and their offensive line and their defensive injury woes. I just can't. Russell Wilson can't do it all. He he just can't do it all. This team doesn't have enough depth to get by in these playoffs or even make the playoffs, which is kind of crazy to think about. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, back to the Rams. And we don't, we don't want to talk about them too much. We already went over the scenarios of uh, what they need to do. So they need to win or Seattle needs to lose, and they got that their division. And they're a scary team. They are a scary team. Their offense... It seems like they're doing this. I mean, Gurley. This is kind of why Gurley can be in the consideration of MVP. Because if you think about like the playmakers around the Rams, like I think Sammy Watkins. But when I think Sammy Watkins is here, I'm like, I think what has he done? Score maybe three or four touchdowns and six, seven hundred yards, if that. I mean, I. Then then Robert Woods actually is a pretty big time. He got hurt there, but he scored a touchdown last week, and he's been doing well, getting getting yards. Um, but man, that offense—they spread the ball around. Cooper Cup, he's—they spread it around, and they utilize their guys, and that's. Yeah. I like their team. It's a young, young, young good team. Okay, are we done with the Rams? Um. So yeah, they can. So they can clinch the division with that, but they can also there's also things where they can clinch a playoff berth. Uh, Detroit just needs to lose, and partner that with a Carolina loss and an Atlanta loss. So that's I probably shouldn't even said that. That doesn't. I mean, whatever. Rams are gonna make the playoffs, but you never know. <laughs> okay. Where am I going here? What did we talk about? Eagles, Vikings, and Rams. We're talking about kind of the dominant teams, I feel like, right away. Um, But I guess this time of year, it comes down to the dominant teams. That's what you got to talk about. So what else for the NFC? We got Dallas, like I I talked about there. They kind of need a miracle, honestly. They've had an over... Season. It just, Zeke does mean a lot to this ball club. And uh, yeah, Dallas didn't make a leap. Dak and Zeke and Dez, I mean, they were pretty strong, had some momentum going into the season. It just didn't pan out or something for them. Um, So yeah, I'm not going to go over the scenarios with Dallas. It's just they need. They definitely need some help, and this could be a sweet game. They're both eight and six. Seattle and Dallas. They play each other this this week, and it could be a pretty sweet game. It could be a pretty sweet game. I'm going to choose Wilson over Dak Prescott, but it's an interesting game because both teams uh, have. Yeah, they have, obviously have talent, but. They're both kind of in the same situation, an overrated team that kind of underproducing what the momentum of these teams coming into the this season. So, yeah, both these teams could – this could be an elimination loser of this team. Very well could just see it go home. So, that, I guess I'll talk about Seattle too a little bit. Uh, well, I I did, but they need to win both games to make the playoffs. And they need some help. So, I'm not sure if they need to just win. Um, well, I should be sure because that's what we're talking about this podcast and breaking every team down, but uh pretty sure they need some more help unless just 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 winning um I know who do they need to I know that Falcons game was pretty big for Seattle them winning over the bucks. Made it kind of tough. Um, but then, yeah, so, okay, this is what they have to do. Sorry for that little stumble, but I actually, you know, kind of looked it up. So get you some accurate stuff here. They must win both of the remaining games against Dallas and Arizona. And then uh, they hope to Atlanta loses again, and Detroit uh, does not win against either sincere Green Bay so yeah they need to win both games and hope for some stuff man Russell Wilson you're a good player but you can't do it all okay Detroit enough with Dallas enough with Seattle done with Vikings done with the Rams okay Detroit let's talk about Detroit I think that's the last NFC team to talk about And, yeah, that Atlanta win was another big one for Detroit. Um, Very... makes it very unlikely. They have a 14% chance of making the playoffs. And they must... Well, with that percentage, yeah, it's kind of obvious. They need to win both their games. Uh, Who are they playing? Um... Let's... Since Cincy and Green Bay, since he's bad, Green Bay could be bad too. Well, yeah, no Rogers, so yeah, I don't know. I could see Detroit winning out, actually, pretty easily. But then they also need Atlanta to lose to Carolina. That could happen. But then the winner of Seattle and Dallas, uh, that whoever wins that, they have to lose that next game. So actually... I kind of like this fourteen percent chance. I think this might align well for Detroit. So, if you're Detroit fans, I kind of like it, even though it's a, I mean, one in ten chance kind of percent percentage of uh, getting in the playoffs. Okay, that's Detroit. What are we sitting? Twenty minutes. Okay, I think that's the NFC. And I did I. Yeah, we're we'll, we'll gonna move on to the AFC. Feels like I'm missing a team. What did I do from NFC? I did a one, a two, a three, a four, a five, a six. Shouldn't there be another one? Well, and then AFC, what do we got? One, two, one, two, three, Interesting. I don't know if that made sense. Okay, Patriots. 11-3. First, Buffalo uh, this week. Patriots, I, I don't really want to talk about the Patriots that much, to be honest. But they clinch their home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs uh, with, I mean, they just have to win. And Pittsburgh has to lose and Jacksonville lose. Then they get a clinch at home field advantage. Uh, but they get that first round bye if they win um, and a pit loss. So, Patriots are kind of looking, they're going to make the playoffs, and it's Tom Brady. So, I don't want to worry about the home field and uh, Patriots. They could, they could just run it again. Gronk, Gronk, sorry for the shuffling of papers there. I was kind of thinking, shuffling. With Gronk and uh, Tom Brady and Belichick. Man, this team. But I don't think they're going to be winning the Super Bowl again because I just don't think they are. I like some other teams out there. Defense. It seems like Brady was able to get rattled. Man, I shouldn't say anything about that or bet against Brady. So I'll this kind of. Shut up here. Now about the (laughs) Patriots. Okay. Oh, wait a second here. Wow. I'm just all mixed up with my notes. Sorry about uh, being unorganized, but I didn't talk about the Saints. That was an NFC team that I was missing. I mean, because I talked about the Panthers a little bit and the Falcons. Uh, But the Saints was a team I really didn't talk about at all, so... I'm going back to the NFC. I'm going back to the Saints. And they can clinch the NFC South with a win and a Carolina loss. All they have to do to clinch a playoff berth is to win. Or Dallas and Seattle ends their game in a tie. Okay, so basically, Saints are in the playoffs. And it's Drew Brees. And they could go. I like their team a lot this year. I think Michael Thomas is a great NFL wide receiver. Their run game is obviously ridiculous with Mark Ingram and Kamara. Holy buckets. That that alone is kind of scary. And then Ted Ginn, a little deep threat action. Um, yeah, I can see... The Saints being being scary matchup for any team. But, bikes can take them. Harry Smith won't. Yeah, oh yeah. Man the bikes. So, Saints. That's about all I want to talk about. The Saints. Yeah. Panthers. Yeah, I talked about them. They can clinch a playoff berth with a win. Basically, and that's it. And Falcons clinch playoff berth with a win. All right. Yeah, I don't know. This podcast isn't going the best uh, with the scenarios. It's kind of might be hard to keep, like keep track of. Like I'm thinking, if I'm a listener, like they have to do this, this, that, or that, or <laughs> I don't know. It's, maybe I should just I'll just keep going. Whatever. All right, so talk about Patriots, yep, blah. Steelers, they clinch a first round by. They're eleven and three. Steelers are eleven and three. Big Ben, Antonio Brown needs to get healthy, uh, but though him and Le'Veon Bell, man, that's a crazy, crazy offense there. That's like leading the league in every category, those three. Or, not they aren't, but they're close. So, what they need to do to clinch a first-round bye is to win and have the Jaguars lose. Or, no, the other orders are stupid. So, they just need to win and have the Jaguars lose and they get a first-round bye. But they're, they're a team to be reckoned with in the playoffs, for sure. And even without Antonio Brown... I like Juju Smith Schuster as a wide receiver. And I also like Martavis Bryant. Because I think Martavis Bryant, there's something wrong in his. I mean, he wasn't happy there. He was there was just something not going well. But I think if he gets the ball, and that man, he made a sweet one sweet catch for yards and then one sweet one-handed catch in the end zone. That was just awesome. Awesome. Ben just kind of lobbed it up there, led him perfectly. and Martavis Bryant's like other arm was extended and just kind of with the defender, and he just all the way caught it with one hand over his shoulder. Touched. That was an amazing catch. So I like those two wide receivers a lot to help out and just feed Le'Veon Bell in the backfield via a catch or running the ball and gaining a bunch of yards every run. Um, I like... They're going to be okay. But obviously, you can't replace Antonio Brown on the team. Okay. Enough of the Steelers. Jaguars. What a team. What a weird. It's not that weird, actually. I mean, it's. People predicted this because of the talent and the drafts and the young defense and Fournette, uh, even though Fournette's been proven to be a. Injury concern in college and in the pros, but he's also big time talent. Jaguars are getting it done with mainly their defense, and they are ten and four. And they play San Francisco. Granted, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Actually, this is going to be a sweet game for Jimmy Garoppolo because or uh, Garpo Polo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Against the defense, and Jimmy Garoppolo is 3-0 as a starter, I think this is a great test for him. Great test. And also a, a great opportunity to really, for the Niners, to, to build this team um, and just scheme some different plays here and see what... See what they need to do to beat a really good defense. Sure, it's, they probably already have been doing that. But, yeah, I just think it's a good test for Jimmy this at this game. So, Jacksonville Jaguars, they need to win or the Titans need to lose and they clinch the AFC South. They need to win or Titans lose. Not much. Not much to do. And This is going to be the first playoff berth since the 20, 000, 2007 uh, season. So that's cool for the Jaguars, and who knows? Who knows about the Jaguars? It, it, it could very well be a story with the regular season going in the playoffs. The real question mark is Blake Bortles at the quarterback position. That is the question mark. But they got D.D. Westbrook, rookie, who's been doing well. Um, they have Fournette. They have Chris Ivory. They have... TJ Yeldon as their kind of backs, which is totes cool with me. Um, and then, what other wide receivers do they have? Marquise Lee, who's a good NFL wide receiver. Um, so I got those two, and then Mercedes Lewis. Man, they they got some offensive weapons, and obviously their defense is ridiculous. I it really comes down to Blake Bortles. So we'll see. We'll see what the Jaguars uh, can do. I'm excited to, I'm very excited for the NFL playoffs. And some of the new, newer teams, up and coming teams making it. And uh, it's going to be fun. So Kansas City Chiefs, they're 8-6 and six to play in Miami. Then clinched the AFC West. And this is a big time clinch of division because this is tight division. Chargers, Oakland, Kansas City, all pretty darn equal. So they can clinch it with a win. All they need to do is win. And they is that really right? That doesn't seem right. If the uh, well, all that apparently all they have to do is win, or the Chargers lose. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess there's only two games left, but at eight and six. That excuse me is the scenario. Yeah, I guess we'll talk about the Chargers a little bit. They do have uh barely a chance at making the playoffs. Yeah, actually, it, man. Yeah, they have barely a chance. And that's about all I'm going to Man, I thought the Chargers had a better chance. Sorry. I uh fumbling around here. But that's okay they can still win, the division if Kansas City loses its two remaining games. Hmm. Okay, so basically Chargers need to probably win both. And then Kansas City lose both. I didn't prepare for the Chargers, but apparently they have a percent still. Percent of winning and sort of the Dolphins, apparently, which uh, is crazy to think about. Um the Titans, so this is actually a team that I had notes because some of the way low percentage teams, it's like yeah, But Tennessee Titans eight and six versus Los Angeles Rams who are ten and four. And this is gonna be a tough game for them, but they get a clinch of playoff berth if they win. But they can't. It's not just if they win; they have to also have a Baltimore loss and a Buffalo loss. So they need three things to go their way, including them winning, um, for them to clinch a playoff berth. So Titans are definitely not locked and loaded to make the playoffs at all. Okay. Uh yeah, like did I talk about the Raiders? Sorry if I'm repeating myself again, fumbling around here on this episode. Sorry about that. The Raiders need a royal flush. Basically, I think I did say this already. Um, at six and eight, yeah, they they're not gonna make it. And Buffalo, they're in actually pretty good shape if they win out, and if the Titans lose to the Rams, which is likely, uh, Buffalo's in pretty good shape to actually <laughs> make the playoffs, even though they traded away. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin, or sorry, not Kelvin Benjamin, geez, um, wow, what the heck, they got Kelvin Benjamin, but they traded away, God, uh, Jordan Matthews, that's who they traded away, at. sorry about that, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, so Buffalo in the playoffs, they got McCoy, they got Tyrod Taylor, Charles Clay, uh, Kelvin Benjamin, like I just said. And their defense is decent, so they're probably not going to be too much of a playoff team. But you never know; they're in, probably. All right. I feel like I'm kind of done with this episode. Um. Yeah. So you know, I do. I just want to talk about the NBA again. Uh, I did do an N- a DFS lineup again tonight on FanDuel. Um, I just did a couple double-ups. And I'm not going to go through my lineup, but I was just going to mention the DFS part for NBA and also that the Timberwolves play tonight. Uh, it's the Timberwolves versus the Nuggets. And it's Big Cat versus Nikola Jogic, which is Jogic is a <laughs> big-time player. He's an up-and-coming uh, big-time player for sure. Um so I like. I'll probably be tuning into this game. Uh, we're Timberwolves are eighteen and thirteen. We're fourth in the Western Conference, and Denver is sixteen and fourteen. Who we're playing, and they're six in the Western. So it's a pretty big game. I mean, conference game, and we just had that one point win. So it'd be nice to keep that rolling. And let's go. I want Andrew Wiggins to put up like twenty eight points, um, but. You gotta do what you need to do to win. That's the beauty of the wolves right now. Towns and Butler can just take over, and Wiggins can just chill out for a little bit, or just people can can be the guy every night. We have a lot of people who can be that guy and can score, and and this team's awesome. So, another shout out to the Timberwolves. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, I oh, I wanted to give a shout out to. <laughs> the Minnesota Wild, because we didn't really talk about them at all. Um, But again, hockey's a little bit on the end of our spectrum. But I just want to give the Minnesota Wild a shout-out that they're doing, you know, pretty decent. It seems like a kind of a down year overall, just for, like, the hype and people talking about them in general. just seems like, I don't know, it feels a little... A low on the Minnesota Wild this year. Um, but we're sitting at, uh, we got 34 games played. And how many points we got? We got 30, we got 39 points. So we'll just, uh, did someone just ring the doorbell? I think someone might have just rang our doorbell. Okay, that was uh that was okay, that was our doorbell, and it was just probably Amazon or another package from our Christmas present shopping that was in the mail, and they were just dropping it off. So there we go. Sorry about that. And we we're talking about the wild and how many points they had. They have thirty nine. They're eighteen and thirteen and three win loss, which is you know that's solid. So overall, are we in the? Sub- are we projected to make the playoffs with the top eight? We are. We are currently, oh, we're right above Dallas for the last wildcard spot. So the season ended today. Us and the Chicago Blackhawks um, would be the wildcard teams. It looks like Nashville is the team to beat in the Western. Uh, well, actually, wow, a lot of teams have... Forty six points. The Blues, St. Louis, Nashville, uh, Las Vegas. Wow, have forty six points, and the Los Angeles um, Kings have forty six points. Wow, Las Vegas Knights, they're uh, doing well. And then the Jets are at forty five points. Holy buckets! That's uh that's close. So, hopefully, uh, the Wild can uh, who Prezi from the back injury, um. Yeah, that'd be sweet to get them back out there and but they're going to take it slow obviously. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about the Wild too much because honestly I can't talk too much about them, be- yeah, because I just haven't watched or yeah, I just haven't watched or followed enough to really talk about them too much, but shout out to the Minnesota Wild. All right. Oh, uh, 39 minutes. Okay. So I did mention it is the holiday season, and I do love Christmas. So there is another song that I want to end this podcast with. It's just uh, it's the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Uh, they're pretty well known for the instrumental songs. So there's a sweet song that was... Um, but Brian in the group chat, we were talking about, we got into talking about, or once I mentioned, if anybody knew what that Christmas song was, then we started talking about favorite Christmas songs, and then he mentioned this one, and I thought this would be a cool one, and I'm not going to do like a, a puzzle or anything this, this, uh, this episode, but for a shout out, uh, but I'm just going to end the podcast with this song. And I don't think I'm supposed to... I mean, for copyrights and stuff, I think you're only supposed to keep it pretty short, like 15 seconds short. Um, So, but I don't think I'm going to be getting in trouble. Or I hope not. And if I do get in trouble somehow, um, this will just be my evidence or my... I'm just trying to market this song here. (laughs) And it's just for the Christmas spirit for our listeners. So... Yeah, don't uh, don't get me for any copyright thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna play like this whole song, and it's three minutes and twenty four seconds, and it's probably gonna sound like crap. But I think I'm gonna because I'm just gonna yeah the sound quality. I haven't figured out the best method to get the sound the crispest, crispest, the most crisp, nice <laughs> uh, sounding sound. <laughs> So yeah, I'm just going to start playing this. Um, so I'm going to sign off. and Maybe I'll play the whole song or maybe I'll cut something. But yeah, this is the last you're going to hear from me. I think I, t- I better check my notes just to make sure. Talk about everything I wanted to talk about. Yep, I think so. So this is uh, Brandon, episode 17 of the Sports Puzzle Podcast. Um, look for another podcast. actually look forward to probably a podcast on Friday with... Corey, who you've heard from before once, and we have, we'll we have a new member, uh, Brett, we might be, and there also might be a group of us, so we might have a, you know, a multiple group chat um, <laughs> podcast going on here, and we'll talk about some sweet stuff, and it'll be sports related, and it should be a fun, random talk, so look forward to that on Friday, not sure if a podcast is going to happen tomorrow. But it very well could. There is a video game I recently bought, uh, PUBG Player Unknown Battlegrounds, and it's basically like the Hunger Games where you're dropped in into a plane. You can squad up. I was squatting up last night with four people, four of my friends, including me. So squad four, and then you play against a hundred people. You get dropped in this huge map. There's cars. You have to go pick up all your weapon and ammo, and um, and then you just survive. And then it's the last one surviving. And there's some crazy... Uh, this the concept of the game is very interested. Uh, interesting. I'm very interested in the game. Um, I'm actually probably going to play a match tonight. For sure. That or some Call of Duty. Um, after some dinner here. But uh, I think I'm going to talk about some gaming on next episode. Unless I have other sporting material. But I think a gaming podcast might be in the works for, for tomorrow. So... Okay, I'm gonna. I was gonna play a Christmas song at the end of this, but it actually I did, and I re-listened to it, and it's <laughs> not good quality. So I'm just gonna tell you what it was. It was like, or I believe I already mentioned Trans Siberian Orchestra, and it's one um, of their songs. Um, it's the Christmas uh, it Just do Trans Siberian Orchestra and search for S A R A J E V O christmas eve um you'll find it uh, and along with all their other songs uh, along with home free um that's another band that's good um i know michael Buble has a good playlist as well for christmas music so if you guys are interested in yeah but i am not gonna there's not gonna be no, no audio for <laughs> christmas music so yeah this is just kind of an added clip here this last minute because i deleted the music and i just wanted uh talk about that so okay signing off again or if i haven't already peace out sports homies